When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios, and it's the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Ken Strode has the day off. Darren Atkins is known as the Plowhawk, and he is loaded for bear today after uh, Woodford Reserve. And uh, Action Jackson's in the Horton Watkins studios, and Doug, indeed, indeed. Indeed, yes. How can we find ourselves in second place? Nice. Four games in, already in second place, behind the Red Legs and the Brew Crew. Nice. Come on, Bowtie, get off your haunches. Go get us a sidewinder from the Far East somewhere. Go get us a fiery right-hander from the DR throwing 105 miles an hour. Get us some hurlers in here. I'm tired of what I'm seeing on the hill. More, more. Why can't we get any pitching? We had the entire offseason to get a hurler, to get a pitcher, to get someone who could throw inside, outside, up, down, change your eye level, pitch to contact. All that could have been happening. DeWallet, DeWallet. Come on, DeWallet. Open your purse strings. You've got a couple billion dollars in your coffers. How about you spend a dime or two? Stan Kroenke, Stan Kroenke. This Stan Kroenke has cost this city dearly, and I, for one, am tired of it. Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark. Angel Reese, you stop your gesticulating. Caitlin Clark, same with you. Keep your hands and your fingers to yourselves. This kind of stuff has got to stop. And it's got to stop now, frankly. They out-hit the Braves. We out-hit the Braves, and yet they outscored us. This is not supposed to happen. If only DeWallet would spend a little bit, if only Bowtie would get on the phone, get on the horn, and get us a couple of pitchers. Am I the only one who sees this? Plowhawk sees it. I saw it about two months ago, but it's cool. I was with Wainwright Healthy. I thought Matt was supposed to pitch last night. Woodford. He'd been great all spring. He was great last year. Not last night, he wasn't. What happened to that slider? I don't know what happened to the slider. It hung up there. They were hitting frozen ropes. Austin Riley barely cleared the Austin ball. Riley hit one almost 500 feet, almost in and out of the stadium to left field. <laughs> there have been some long home runs so far. Gorman hit one the other day, too, that was almost as far. Beginning to wonder, is the ball juiced? Maybe that's our problem. The ball is juiced. <laughs> <laughs> Riley can't hit it that far on his own. He had help. No hanging fruit. 
This is what you get. We could use some low-hanging fruit right about now. We got no fruit. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're in second place. It's wild card or bust, and right now we're not going to get a wild card spot. Yeah, that Woodford Matt's one-two punch <clears throat> really going to do some damage. Oh. Well, they're up against what might be the best team in the National League. They don't have the best fans. We've got the best fans, and yet they're subjected to this kind of nonsense. The only team that doesn't have a win yet is the defending National League champion, Philadelphia Phillies. What does that tell you? Nothing. I just thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> it is true. You're welcome to call in with your take, 636-9004-TMA. Uh, we're going to fire some people here uh, today. We're going we're gonna to part ways with uh, Take Your Pick of uh, Mzalak, Gersh, Marmol. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we fire DeWitt? Oh, I, I don't see why not. Okay. Everybody answers to somebody, and he answers to the B-Fips. Let's just pressure him into selling. 636-9004-TMA. <laughs> you can call in, uh, or you can text in Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Michelob Ultra Studios, friends of the Feather Gather. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Studio sponsor and sponsor of the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, which is coming your way in 26 Days. Get involved on the program by texting in 314-881-TMA5, EDF, text inbox, or call in 636-9004-TMA. Email in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Buck Swope planted his flag yesterday, won KISS tickets for October 25th at Enterprise, oh, yeah. and we're giving those away again today for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. The tickets go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m., send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And, Doug, uh, mm. you know, I, I tell people, get your air conditioning checked now. Now is the time to do it. The Hawk is going to be up today. Storms potentially over the next 24, 48 hours in the St. Louis area as we'll have a high of 83 today. Holy moly, yeah. cockatoli. Iggy, is that accurate? Is that 83 Accurate. Des- Seth Goldcamp needs to take care of the people at Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I think he will because he's the best in the business. Yeah, it might even go a little higher. Oh, my God. Uh, we might hit 85. Um, well, with that wind, you know, and that Santa Ana. Breeze, Santa Ana. That's correct. That's what happens. That affects California. Well, it also in St. Louis. comes this way. That's look, how it gets so it warm this time of year. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we got a high 50 day in there somewhere in the next week, but after that it's... Uh, you know, I say once they tee off at Augusta, it's it's really spring. There's no more 50s. It's going to be 60s, 70s, 80s. Get into May, right around Tim's um, member guest, 100. <laughs> Tim's member guest. <laughs> was was that a passive-aggressive way to no, ask for an invitation? I'm saying, when we, last year was in May, and I asked Tim, I said, was, did we play this in May last year? You're reminding him it's that it's degrees. a member guest? So, no, I'm not Because you haven't got your invitation no, yet? he's got somebody to play. Uh, oh. Doug, Matt Poling, a right. compadre from the University of Missouri. Right. We were roommates, and uh, he's uh, he, he works for the doggies, as a matter of fact. Oh, does he? Yeah. Watch this. Right. Defense, Good. doggies, defense. Defense, doggies, defense. Where's our kit? What's that? Where's our kit? You still don't have your kit, do you? We've got all these people that work for him. We can't get a kit in here. Well. And Joe Parisi and Seabeck. Joe Parisi doesn't have anything to do with it, does he? Well, Pete Parisi. Joe... Remember him with uh, yeah, World sure. Magazine? Yeah, that I love that. love that show. That was great local television. That there. was great local television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah miss... He's been gone for a while, I think. 
Joe Pelusi's been gone too. It's hard Producer to Producer Joe, more Pelusi than a decade now. Parisi and all of them straight. But we'll do our best and wait for that kit. And in the meantime, we'll go to designairservice.com to work with Seth Goldcamp and his incredible staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling. Thank you, Seth, for being the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? So uh, we are angry about the Cardinals, and we're mm-hmm. looking to terminate people here on the show this morning. But, Doug, you talk about the tournament. Tournament. Uh, I can't remember when I was less uh, compelled to watch the championship game. I, I saw a, a bunch of it, but UConn won, of course. UConn won every game in the tournament by double digits. They were just a dominant team. You wonder how they lost eight times during the regular season. I mean, they looked fantastic in the tournament. It's a team that got hot at the right time, and it's a team that was challenged in conference play, but really showed that that conference put them in a great position would Borch rolled around. Much. Okay. Well, you got Jimmy Calhoun. Jimmy Calhoun and Kevin Ali. Mm. Don't let me down, Jimmy Calhoun. <laughs> the, the the coaches were looked like decent guys, but I, they weren't guys that you root for or you root against. There was no big real superstar involved in the game that you loved or hated. It just wasn't a whole lot to grab your attention, I didn't think. Jackson, how do you feel about Toy? Jackson yeah. would have won some cash money. He bet uh, San Diego State to win it at plus 375. Oh, he did, yeah. That one hurt. But, um, yeah, I I like Dan Hurley and Brian Dutcher. Dutcher played with the Fab Five, you know, there's some. But you're right, Doug. There, there's no there's no star power. Like, Sonogo is great, but you didn't hear about him until the tournament ran no. around. So, no. lack of star power. I mean, UConn's a blue blood. That's their fifth national championship, but it's not like a Duke or North Carolina or Kentucky or Kansas or Indiana kind of blue blood. Are any of us considered broadcasting blue bloods? Besides you and Doug, Tim, I, think, of course. I, I think we're old money. I think yeah. we're more old money, and that would be blue blood. Okay. Yeah. San Diego State just didn't have it. Let's, uh, they just didn't. They went on like eleven minute stretch in the first half with no field goals, just free throws. It just wasn't great. Yeah. And also, 820 tip-off Eight twenty tip-off is not good. That means it ended at like a, what, 1140? I was East watching Coast? the Cardinal so game, and I go, oh, yeah, the NCAA tournament championship game's on this mm-hmm. evening. Let me see what's doing. And it was 840, and I think it was like 12 to 10 with 12 minutes left or something like that. I go, well, I don't know. That's nice. What, are we going for prime time on the West Coast? <laughs> That's what I don't get. Like, what? If UConn stores Connecticut is, you're going to be. It's almost midnight, and the game is ending. Yeah, not just that, but you know, a big chunk of the United States population is yeah. probably not going to watch your second half. Brutal. What are we doing? I don't. I don't get that. The women's championship was on too early, and the men's championship was on way too late. Let's let's get yeah. those times together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the women started at two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, that's weak. <laughs> that was weak, and they had some of the highest ratings they've ever had for women. Yeah, they did. I, I saw yeah. that. Close to ten million people watched. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious the ratings for last night's game, just because of who played. I think the time too, man. Like literally eight thirty is insane. Th- so did it start later than normal? I don't know. No, it's probably when they usually start. I just always forget every year when it comes around. When I was a kid, the Cardinals started their games at 8.05. 8.05? 8.05. No way. You'd, get a, you'd get a nice Saturday. Saturdays, they started at 7. You thought, oh, this is nice. They started at 8.05. Is that right? Yeah. Wow, and, I and didn't know that. It wouldn't be over till you know 11 o'clock or so. Holy crap. 
Yeah, they did that a long time. Wow, I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. surprising. Now some of them start six forty-five. Last night was a six forty-five yeah. start. Yeah, I like that. How is Indiana blue blood and UConn isn't? Indiana hasn't won since the eighties. Did somebody say anything about Indiana? Jackson I, just said UConn's a blue blood. I said UConn's a blue blood, but not in the way that like Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, and yeah, I said Indiana. They're an absolute prestige legacy program. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, they haven't been there in a few years, but they had a long run of success. 2002 with Mike Davis? Mm, you got to move your hands like that every time you talk about college hoops. Here come the hands. Danny Five. <laughs> mm. That was the Blues, Jackass, at Steve in Wildwood. Huh? That was the Blues, Jackass. I don't know. I just read what's in the teleprompter. The blues yeah, the Blues did too, I think. I think the Blues started at 8 also. Tim Boots is so angry he's not playing in member guests this year. That's from Mr. Slave. Iggy, are you furious? It seems like you are. Uh, no, I'm not. Mr. Slave, he says he's not. You can call him and debate it. Happy for you. got a chance to win this year now. <laughs> you played well last year. Yeah, I did. Come on, don't get down on yourself, old. No, I played pretty well last year. Oh, what are you going to do? We lost the first match like... We get two points or something the first match. I think it might have been less. We got killed. Did you tip your cap? Oh yeah. It wasn't necessarily a bad play. It was a, a cap. It was a cap tipper. Sometimes you tip yeah, your cap. Yeah. I mean, they're go ahead and tip knocking it. in bunker shots, and yeah. knocking in fifty footers, and you can't. You had no that. hope. You couldn't contend. No. With so that. when you when you're pretty much done after the first round, your first match, you're like, yeah, let's just have some fun. Wondering if the wind the old guy said is coming will affect the best of programming again today, like mm. Plow claimed it had over the weekend. Over the past three days, the best ofs have been better than the past year of that loser board op uploading only Sinbad, Hour, and the old fella debating aliens. Doug, right. a lot of words in there. Some of them didn't necessarily translate for me, no. but that's Nathan from the east side of Alton. Let him have it, Plowser. You don't have to put up with that. That's all good. I can read him like a book. Married too early. Got a bunch of kids he doesn't want. Yeah. Oh, it's all well. good. That's kind of personal there. Doesn't want. <laughs> so you believe Nathan from the east side of Alton got married at like mm. what twenty three, and he has five children. He wanted two, and he's just kind of stuck. And so he takes out his frustration on our best of programming. Uh, more or less, yeah. I mean, if you're this angry about best of programming at seven twenty in the morning on a Tuesday, you got something yeah. going. There must, there must not be much else on the radio in St. Louis if you're worried about our best up programming. I mean, like I said, like, it all automates. Like, I automate it. Like, oh, Friday sure when I does. left, it was good. Sometimes weather, sometimes, you know, technical issues happen. And, you know, surprisingly, I don't have my app on listening to all day on the weekends every single second to make sure everything's running. Wind can blow our programming right off our airways. Well, it wasn't just wind. He acts like it was just a gust of wind. I mean, there were some heavy storms on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and and I don't even know if that's what it was. I'm just guesstimating on uh, typically heavy weather. We'll do that. Plowboy, you just nailed my life. Thanks. That's from the 731. But that's not from Nathan from the east side of Alton. But the 731 said you just described his life. Huh. Married too young, too many kids he doesn't want. (laughs) Trapped. (laughs) Well, what is it? it happens. And then the frust- and then the route to get rid of the frustration is to text into our show. <laughs> Apparently, complain about Sinbad Hour. I, Sinbad is. We still great. running him every day. I, I'm running. I'm running him once a week. I do it once a week. <laughs> so if that guy got divorced, he'd be better. No, if he got divorced, and the wife says, "Okay, we'll we'll have a custody hearing," he'll say, "Nah, you can have him." Nah, I'm good. Just I'll just write him. you a check. 
And then he'll stop texting because he is a banty little rooster, isn't he? Is he on Jackson's Mount Rushy? Of hey, like Nathan? Yeah. No, he's too funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that side of him yeah, yet. Yeah, he's a hoot. <laughs> You still got to pay for the kids, even if you don't get the uh, custody. Yeah, but you don't want them. Well, why would you want them around? I probably shouldn't have said don't want them. Guys, Nathan has five <laughs> girls. He only wanted two kids, but they kept trying for a boy, and now he's stuck. That's from the 314. Mm. Wow, these people know Nathan from these side of all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the pattern's pretty evident. So you know Nathan, too. He only wanted two. He tried a third time for a boy. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. Thought, okay, we'll do it again. Another girl. And then, okay, we got to get it on the fifth Fifth time. time Kind of like the Gordon Hayward video. Right. And then classic. How many girls does Gordon Hayward have? four, right? Three or four. He just just had a boy, though. Oh, did he? They just, yeah. He's got a lot of kids. Stephen Wildwood said, I used to feel trapped. Then all the kids left. And then we moved to the city. And I feel free again. Mm. Steve Wildwood. Yeah, he gets up in the middle of the night and beats off, right? Oh. Hey, clients. Looking at Bush oh. Stadium. <laughs> yeah. We're oh. like, I, I would love to. That's pretty much my life, yeah. I would love to live there during a Cardinal game, Cardinal weekend. It'd be fun to have all that energy and the game going on below you. But I think if the Cardinals weren't there, I'm not sure I'd like living there. Well, I'm sure the building wouldn't be there if the Cardinals weren't there. No, it wouldn't. But that's only 81 times a year out of 365, of course. Yeah, but it's a pony down there in the summer, regardless of game day or not. What if you're just sitting on your lanai, having a nice iced tea, trying to relax, and you're all these fans crying, and you hear the organ playing, and you just want some peace and quiet, and you got all those fans cheering, making noise? Well, if you didn't like if you didn't like noise, you wouldn't move down there in the first place. If you didn't want to be involved in the center of the activity. Maybe you just want to live in a high-rise downtown. Well, then there are those, too, that aren't right on the next to the stadium. Mansion house still around? Yes. Is it? Mm-hmm. I used to party in that place. Did you? Yeah. What sort of parties? Wild parties. I shouldn't even ask, should I? <laughs> well, I can't really. No telling what a guy like you was up to. Can't go into detail. Why not? Oh, key bumps and anal. Oh. Uh, yeah, a lot of coke. <laughs> now, why would you do that? Because it's the mansion. Why house, would you baby? do that? <laughs> mansion house. Looks like it hasn't been updated since yeah, you were doing looks, the keyboard. It was old back then. Dude, I looked at that place when I first moved. How did, how did it appeal to you? I, I was I liked it because I was new to the city and like oh. didn't really have an apartment of my own, so I loved it. Looked like the big time. I probably. didn't end up getting it, yeah. yeah. We would go to, um, on weekends, we go to Fourth and Pine quite a bit. Fourth and Pine? What was that? Uh, a bar? Kind of like a bar nightclub. Uh, one of our favorite bands, The Sheiks, played oh. there quite a bit. What were you wearing? Miami Vice, get up again. No, it fake was fake Rolex. Uh, I don't know. No, I wasn't uh, into it back then. I don't think that was the era of the Miami Vice fake Rolex. No, but uh, the Sheiks would play. There would always be a party at the Mansion House afterwards, so we'd go over there and hang out. Who'd you go over there with? Uh, usually me, my brother Gary Cruz, maybe Frank Coke. Frank Coke went with you. He yeah, supplied the Coke. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh! But the mansion house was a happening place back then. Yeah, it was. And I think I had sex with a stripper back there once. Oh, no. I think so. I think what was, was his name? Nice dog. Real nice. <laughs> we just went back See what to, I, did I remember there? They, had a, they had an indoor pool mm. when we were having sex in the pool. Oh. I think it was the mansion house. I don't remember. Uh, if you know where Iggy had sex with a stripper, please yeah, text if you were there, let me know. 314-881-TMA5. 
Where's the scorecard from Spencer Teol in Boots? That's from Mr. 6301. Mm. Do you remember him? He has the speedy card at Meadowbrook. Yeah, he sure did. I forgot to look for it because I really don't care if you people like, uh, believe me or not. So I really don't have to prove anything. I forgot to look, though. But well, you think you do have the scorecard in your apartment? Uh, somewhere, yeah. Where would you store a scorecard that's I just 40 think I, years I old? I have it in a box with a bunch of stuff, like pictures from Bermuda. and Little mementos. You know, media credentials. I got a box of just crap. Yeah. Morning, nice. guys. More Doomsday Cardinal posts from the obese losers who live west of 270 <laughs> on the fan pin last night. Between their emotional tirades about the Cardinals and bashing Pawpaw Strode, things couldn't possibly get more pathetic in that cesspool called The Pin. Doug, mm. that's from the Bentonville Bear. Okay. They really bash me on there, even though I'm not on there to defend myself? <laughs> uh, Doug, you spent uh, some time on the fan I page don't. last night. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I haven't been on there. No. And when Did I you mean, tweet out anything about Woodford last night? No, nah, I couldn't get Bayways. Gonna work on my like. You couldn't Apple, get it TV. still. This is a second year running. I, I can get it on like my phone, but I'm not watching a game on my phone, draining battery, watching it on like an eight inch screen. So like I have the app on my TV, my smart TV. Uh, I just won't. It. I've done everything. It just loads. Just and spins black. forever. Yeah, just black screen. So great app. You should shocked that they're eight billion in debt. You should try deleting it and then reinstalling. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I'd rather just... That worked for me, getting into soccer on yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. Well, I really missed a thriller. Okay. I would have known that, you know, a guy who probably shouldn't be in the rotation threw a clunker. <laughs> There's going to be other games that'll go better, though. You need to watch these games. Yeah, we got Matsy 9 games today, so... Matsy 9 games? What's that yeah, mean? That's how many games he started last year. Oh. Make 10, 12 million. At least Hicks look good his first two outings. This is a solid Not pitching so core. It's definitely going to take us Gosh. deep. There's a guy when he's throwing 100, the high, the hardest thrower in baseball. Now he's middle relief of best. He is proof that a major league hitter will hit a bullet if you put it right down the middle of the plate. You can't throw it too hard for these guys. If it's if it's flat and it's in down the middle of the plate, they will hit it. Yeah, this is going to be a problem for our wild card push. <laughs> You're conceding the division to the Reds. Oh, it's all right. Tim, it's over. It's not over. We're four games into 162. Second week of the season. Yeah, uh, you could tell. Uh, the 573 says the Bailey's app works fine for me. I think the key is that you might need to try paying for your own account. Oh. <laughs> oh, I ain't doing that. Whose account are you using? You think I'm paying to watch that? You're using someone else's account? Probably. I forgot who I'm using. Oh. It's auto-signed in, so... Whoever gave it to me, I appreciate it. But yeah, I just stopped trying. You gave up on them. Tried last night because I thought it'd be a good game, but. Well, if you uninstall it and then try to reinstall it, you'll probably need that password and everything to get back in, right? Correct. I think that's why I've been reluctant to do it. Yeah. The fan page is reporting the golf course Iggy said he shot a 72 at was not around at the time Iggy says he shot really well there. That is from Larry Thornton. Well. I don't know what to tell you. Doug, passionate defense. And, uh, I mean, and that's I, I all you're going to say about that? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't remember exactly how old I was. Probably late 20s, Let's see, when, when did Spencer T. Olin open up, Doug? Do you recall? No, Was I Arnold don't. Palmer here for? 1989. 1989. And, Iggy, how old were you in 1989? 
89. It would have been 32, 32, 31, 32. Yeah. So I said it was late 20s. Maybe it was early 30s. I really don't know. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Why would I lie about what I shot? I don't know why you would. You think that makes me a big deal? Yeah, I shot 71 one time. Good morning. Yes, I'm a 19 handicap, so... In honor of the Masties and Lenten season, we'll be lowering the cost of admission to this morning's beat-off session to twenty nine ninety nine for anyone with a Grint membership. Mm. <laughs> Celebrity chef Mario Batali will be joining us around 7.45 to whip up a wonderful deviled egg recipe for those who early. Thank you. I'll only say this once. I'd like your promotional prizes. The guy at the door knows me, so he gives me two of everything. <laughs> but a kitchen shelf can never have too many Khalil Green dolls. <laughs> Hmm. You guys miss Khalil Green? <laughs> I was more of a Cesar's tourist guy. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I ever got a Khalil Green doll. Bobblehead. You had a good year with San Diego one. <laughs> Once. <laughs> I mean, when the season started, they had him batting like fourth. <laughs> guys, the best of Kenny bending the knee to Riggs and frantically trying to pretend like he didn't mock him for the last year was very good. Well done, Darren. That's from Mr. Slave. Is that part of the best of rotation, Plowick? Uh, I would say, yeah. I, I added uh, Riggs being on the show. Now see how bending the knee was. I told him right on the air that I don't didn't really care for their... The way they cover golf. Their oh, brand of journalism. Yeah, it annoyed me yesterday. Every time Tiger maybe breathed, Riggs was tweeting it out, saying how godlike he was. Oh, look at that shot. It's like I've seen that golf shot 100,000 times. So they're fanboys for sure. And they're sponsored by TaylorMade. <clears throat> so, like, um, when Rory and Morikawa came out with, you know, kind of frustration with their equipment. I think they were the new driver and they wanted to go back to the old ones. Ew. Then Rory the next day hit like a bomb with a new driver and he was like, oh, the hater can shut up. He's not complaining about it. He he, he openly complained about the equipment, but I don't know. Riggs is, it, he's a great follow, but I think I like Dan Rappaport better in terms of the, the foreplay boys. So you like Riggs or Dan Rappaport? I don't read either one. Come in right, terms please. of Twitter, um, yeah, Riggs is more just a fanboy on that. They played golf with Scotty Scheffler. I just went to the four-play yep. pod page. Wow. He's sick. Yeah, the young guys like him. It, it's good for all these tour players to play with these big golf YouTube channels because it just ups their notoriety and brand, and you get a personal side of it more so than any interview you'll ever do. Well, they got to find somebody else. I mean, I think they're off of Kisner now since he's missed like seven out of eight cuts. Don't be down on Kisner. <laughs> God, he sucks. Okay. Where, uh, does, did anybody watch this thing with Scotty Scheffler? I'd like to watch this. Uh-uh. Do you know where they played? No. no. No, I don't know where they played. I didn't watch it. Uh, somebody yanked one dead left right off the gate. Probably Big Trent. Big Trent. Yeah, that's always confusing to where, like, he has professional golf instructors. He has the best equipment. He plays whenever he wants, and Trent still can't break 90. I always found Hard that. game. It is a hard, hard well, game. Some people just aren't, um, they don't have the mechanics. They don't have the hand-eye coordination. You can't teach that. Yeah, that's true. I feel like with all those resources at your disposal. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't, back to that, I didn't bend the knee to anybody. I just told him <laughs> He's a nice guy. I mean, I, You didn't like I the phrase bend the knee, I did didn't you? say I don't like the guy. No. I just said I don't care for the, their brand of journalism. I'm just like, when it comes to golf, I'm old school. Um, Who do you like in the golf media world, sir? Jaime Diaz, I like. Jaime Diaz on the Golf Central coverage live from the match. How about Judy Rankin? Retired now. Yeah, she doesn't do much anymore. Oh, Dottie Pepper. 
like Dottie Pepper. Colt really, Nose. She's not really a journalist. She's just, what about Colt Nose? He's new. Colt Young Nose guy. Is, Colt Nose is good. I'm a big fan of Smiley Kaufman. Smiley new, also uh, big probably the, around the same age as Colt Nose, I would guess. Yeah. Um, both entertaining. Both good. Smiley's just kind of down to earth, just kind of doesn't try to have make fun people or make funny comments like Faraday. Just kind of tells you what's out there. Yeah, it's a little left or right. It's uphill. And you got to be careful. I passed the hole, guys. Just does his job. You like that straightforward approach. I do. And then like guys like Faraday, who I used to like, but yeah, he's no longer funny. But he thinks he is. And that's what's sad, is that he still tries to throw out these one-liners that just aren't funny anymore. No. So anyway, I'm kind of old school. Yeah, sure you are. Guys, Scotty could only play with one club. He went four-iron, four-iron on a par five to about ten feet, putted with a four-iron and made birdie. That's from Father Brown. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Is that the club you'd pick if you could only have one club? Boy, not a lot of people can hit the four-iron, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I wouldn't pick that club. What would you pick? One club? I have no idea. I think Probably I'd pick a, a hybrid. That three-wood comes out, Paul Hawk, whether it's 170 or 220. That is I, right. You <laughs> use that, that think, wide delta on that three-wood. I think three Jackson's wood. very, yeah, because you can bump and run it if yeah. you're, you know, you can 40 pull yards. That too. Yeah. See, now they, uh, God, Scotty Scheffler, <laughs> how, many, how many were there, four of them, three of them, four of them? Probably four. Yeah. Right, they had four, and they made him use one club. We played a, we played a PGA professional. We let him use every club, and we still beat him. We didn't make them only use one club. How about that, Doug? Mm. We're pros. Uh, KG Notown says he may have bent the knee last year, but he straightened that mf -er out last month. Mm. Uh, and Iggy and Riggs had a Twitter exchange. I've got Spieth and Kagan winning this week. Bradley is my only player to miss the cut. Nice quad, Iggy responded. Okay. okay. Nice quad? So, so why are you going back and checking my tweets from six months ago? What does nice quad mean? Quadruple bogey? Uh, I think that's when Keegan missed the cut and he made a quadruple bro bogey on a par four. Oh, and you were down on him. Snowman. Well, it's, he missed the cut because of that. Hmm. Or else I'd have made money for the kids. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty much all about it's the a, children. Yeah, why don't you go back and see if I tweeted something at him back in 2018. Occasionally, can, can you send something? <laughs> Thank you. Sad. The Scheffler video wasn't a scramble. Thanks, Loomster. That's what I'm saying. It could have been. <laughs> they've done they've done scrambles against the instead of making them use just one club yeah well that's why I watched that Haley uh, Ormont Haley Joel Osmond no, it's Haley Ormont she's a I guess she's mid-twenties plays golf but she does these challenges and she'll play against somebody that uh, every time you get outdriven you gotta take a club out of your bag or something like that so she, you know, the guy, she outdries him. She gets to take one club out of his back. She takes a putter out, obviously. Um, then if she gets another shot, she takes a wedge out. So she plays different things with different people. It's kind of fun. What's the purpose of that? Just a few holes just, in, you have no clubs, the just, game's over? Just contact. <laughs> well, uh, you're not going to hit 14 shots in one hole. Speak for yourself. Well, if you do, you shouldn't be playing anyway. Oh. <laughs> but, man, that's kind of fun. Just you certainly might take eight shots in a hole, especially well, if you don't have fairly, a putter. These are fairly decent players. If they, were, if they sucked at golf, they sure as hell wouldn't be doing videos. Nobody would be watching them. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And she's very attractive, too. So. Oh, now we got down to it. <laughs> well, buried okay. the yeah, least. That's yeah. where most of these girls doing golf are on YouTube because they're attractive. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Paige Bereniak. 
Doug, is it Paige Spriniak or is it Sprinak? I'm not sure. Yeah, Spranik? I think she's dating the Ohio Spranik. State quarterback. Stroud? CJ Stroud? Kyle McCord. Really? Nah, Kyle McCord. Was. I thought she was married up until just like a few months ago. That's why this was, was breaking news. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know she was married. Well, we're going to cover it right here on the Ryan Kelly Morning <laughs> After. First, I would like to tell people uh, about Engineer Design Facilities. When Engineer Design Facilities acquired Bit Group in 2020, the goal was twofold. First, to diversify the new combined entities' offerings and portfolio in order to provide our customers and partners with a broader scope of our technical services. And second, strategically merge the two most experienced data center and critical facilities service providers and design teams this market has to offer into one formidable force known as the EDF Group. As the company moves forward as the EDF Group, please check out the newly revamped website at theedfgroup.com and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group equals three divisions, one quality partner, or as we like to say, one throat to choke for all of your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. If a listener wants to contact the EDF Group, they can email fire at theedfgroup.com, or they can go to the new website, theedfgroup.com, and fill out the form at the bottom of the website. It's Engineer Design Facilities, the EDF Group. And think about it. Uh, let's see. Iggy is right. She's fine. Who are we talking about now? Are we talking about Paige? Are we talking about Haley? Ooh. Haley, I think it's Ornamont. 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 <laughs> like, Can't like, be right. Like Ornament, but I think it's pronounced Ornamont, like O-R-N-M-O-N-T, something like that. Okay. It looks to be Ostrom. Could be Ostrom. Ostrom's not very close to o- <laughs> Ornament. Ostromont. O-S-T-R-O-M. That's pronounced Ornament. It isn't. Although you look at Shashevsky, you'd never think that that's pronounced that way. Right. He was adamant that UConn was a blue blood, and he was upset with Colin Cowherd yesterday for saying that they weren't. Hmm. What, did he go on Colin Cowherd's show and say that? The Volume Podcast. Oh. Well, how could UConn not be a blue blood? They've won five national titles, and they've never lost in a championship game. Yeah. All since mm-hmm. 1990 died. Right. I don't think anyone's won five since 99 but them. Yeah, that's impressive. Three different coaches? That's correct. Doug's guy, Jimmy Calhoun. Jimmy got don't me down. Kevin Ollie sued the school, Wood. And now, Dan Hurley. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Dan. You yeah. warned people. Better get us now. Well, they didn't. No, they didn't. And now he's a champion. Yeah. And in a year where the women's team, I think the first time in, what, 18 years? Yeah, that's the, right. Didn't make it to the quarterfinals or the final four. I mean, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the men's team wins it. It's Ostrom, damn it. That's from KG and O-Town. It's on a month. Well, you want you to go look it up. Okay. Like you knew who it was. No, I didn't. I mean, I could have went and looked it up, too. Or a month. Uh, Doug, it was Jim Nance's last uh, NCAA tournament game. Here he is fighting off from the Final Four. Take a listen. Yeah, I heard it. It sounded like he was crying. Guys. We're at a loss. We're, we're at a loss. We're at a loss for sure. The GOAT is remembered. One thing I learned through all of this is everybody has a dream. And everybody has a story to tell. Just try to find that story. Be kind. 
you told it better than most, let me tell you. Can I tell you one other thing? I mean this, not to try to play off Hello Friends, but to you, everybody in the college game, my CBS family, my family, all the viewers, thank you for being my friend. <laughs> I will miss him. I liked him a lot. Should be dance. Just like, to watch him on golf and football. Yeah, he's just quitting basketball. That's it. CBS yeah, is not losing the game, right? No, he's just shutting it down. Um, I like to talk to CBS. Maybe lower the horn section yeah, while Jim Nance is giving mm-hmm. his final. It's like this is off. the last time you're going to hear him, and you're just blaring <laughs> the same music. We've yeah, I was for really surprised years. by that. Why did they need to do that? Though it makes no sense. Just you can keep it on. Just lower the horn section right. so you can hear Nance. God Almighty! I think he is very good, though. Oh, he's incredible. I really have enjoyed him over the years. It's the most calming, yet like yeah. big. Vo- it's like the perfect combination of calming yet like big game. It's just so effortless when you got that kind of talent. Yeah, and a nice guy. Not yeah, a, not a prima really, donna. Really is a nice guy. I interviewed him when they were here for the uh, PGA Championship. I think I told you this. And when the interview was over, he said, "Well, thank you for doing that." And he walked to the photographer. Says, "What's your name?" It's nice meeting you too. Thank you for this interview. I said, "Really?" That's what he said to us. Yeah. I used to, I had his home number, and I would call him to see if he'd come on the air, and he'd always say the same thing. I'd call him anyway. He'd say the same thing. Uh, Kenny, I, I will just, I really don't know my schedule. I'm not putting you off. I really have no idea what I'm doing in the next few days. So if you can call my office, talk to my secretary. She has my whole schedule. Tell her I talk to you. She'll set it up. But I can't do it myself. I really have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Always, nice brush just, yeah. No, we got him on. It's just... Uh, yeah, I've heard him on being interviewed. He just seems like a great guy, fantastic guy. Guys, Nance's sign-off reminds me of the final broadcast of Pepper and Genie. Very emotional. Mm-hmm. It's Manupal eligible. We even, was there music playing over you guys? Did we even do one to end it? Or no, we, I didn't even think we, we, we knew we Michael Franks is blaring. <laughs> and yet it may, may very well be the number one show in the yeah, St. Louis Magazine's <laughs> poll. Yeah, somebody's going to have to mail the plaque here. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to buy the plaque. Yeah, well. And it's it's like $250. <laughs> I'm sure Hubbard will pay for God, it. God, can't that, be that big the thing of hanging sucker. out there with all the nabby <laughs> Great clip, Jackson. I was almost able to hear what they were saying mm-hmm. amongst the background noise. That's from the Bentonville Bear. Jackson, that's on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Um, yeah, I just don't get why CPS is just blaring that <laughs> damn horn section. I heard it for a month and a half. I don't need to hear it anymore. I want to hear Jim Nance talk. Anybody yeah. stay up to watch One Shining Moment? They post it on Twitter every year. There's no need to stay up. Well, I used to stay up to see it last night. I went to bed. Missouri was the in game it. was over. Missouri was in it? Uh, for about three-tenths of a second, you got a Noah Carter dunk. And yeah. then quickly, it was like in the compilation of dunks. And Doug, who did Missouri win the NCAA tournament against? Three. Their first-round game? Yes, one. They lost to Princeton. Who'd they beat, though? Three. Can I have initials, Two. please? You don't know? <laughs> Are you serious? Jackson's going to hold you accountable now. Uh, I've forgotten already. Oh, well, they're, co- they're coaches in there anymore. Initials, please. That help them. <laughs> U.S. U.S. How about to come in there? Jackson's bad. University of Utah State. The there you go. See, that was easy. In, in the last 20 years in yeah. St. Louis sports. That was easy. It's amazing how quickly I forget things now. The Senate is going to legalize betting in Missouri with Jackson broadcasting quote-unquote lock bets on 101 ESPN that come far from cashing. San Diego State covering seven and a half. My ass! Mm. It's from Hammer and Hank. People love to pop off after the game. People love it. I had someone tweeted at me. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Great call, Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Say that before the game starts and maybe I'll respect your opinion. Mm. 
Ah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a no upside play. It's, <laughs> it's zero. Yeah, there's no point to do it. It's great, though. Yeah. Well, Hope you made money, whoever you are. Yeah, everybody's showing their brackets when they had Connecticut winning it all. Right. San Diego State was, like, they made a nice little second-half comeback, and then the under-four timeout, it went about as poorly as poorly can go. Brick a free throw, and then, like, three threes hit by the Huskies. Yeah. What well, are you going to do? N- not much. All I know is I didn't win March Bandness for Casey's bracket. You didn't win? No, AD did. Anthony Davis? <laughs> Your team player, you are. Oh. AD down the hall, KC morning show. Okay. Well, I do this morning show, so I don't hear KC's <laughs> morning show. Well, he's a coworker. I, I probably never met him. I well, Do you, you listen walk, to KC's morning why, show? I can't. I'm why here. Why don't you walk around the hall every once in a while? Because we have, we have a show of our own. Meet some people. <laughs> but we're, we're doing this show. I, I can't go down to station to station to meet everybody. You really should today. Don't, don't stop. During the show? <laughs> no, it works. Just walk in. The lights off, just walk in. No, you can't do that. If the lights off, walk in and introduce yourself. That's not the thing you do. What do you think? You man's going to kick you out? Well, he's probably too nice, but I wouldn't do that to them. I wouldn't impose on them. You want people walking in our door here all the I time? I tell people they can walk in whenever they want. Well, ours is a type of show where friends feel they can drop in at any time. That's right. Friends I, come on in. Randy Character comes Randy in regularly. Randy Character's mm-hmm. popped in. Learn has popped in. A few other people have popped in. Okay, if you had the first learn mention, it's 747. You're a winner this morning. Well, I, just, I didn't plan on bringing it up. Okay. <laughs> just talking about people that have popped in before. All right. But it'd be kind of awkward if I were to just pop into Casey's morning show. Not if they're off the air. You just go and say, morning, boys. Just want to say hi. They'd probably think, oh, that's nice of Doc to do that. I, I don't know. They'd say, why is this old guy meandering in and out of our studio? <laughs> You lost again? You didn't know who Missouri played in the first round? Now you can't remember your studio? They probably say that when I walk in. But they wouldn't when you walk in. I don't know. I don't know. Doug, what you do know is this. Ryan Kelly's going to save you money. Well, if you let him, if you let him save you money, he will. Nice. And the easiest way to do it is if you carrying a lot of credit card debt. You don't need that. You don't want it, nor need it. The average credit card interest rate right now, over 24%. That's the highest it's been in over 30 years. And with inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever now. Put that equity to work with you that you have in your house with a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash-out on their refinance, hopefully that's plenty. You can pay off your credit card debt and stop paying 24% interest on that. Roll it into your mortgage. That's what Ryan Kelly does. He's done that for me twice. I refinanced twice with Ryan Kelly. With inflation here, people taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage your equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with that simple cash-out refi from the home loan expert. His name is Ryan Kelly, and he is also known as Sir Mortgage. And the website, thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, title sponsor of this program for a decade. If you want to look shop, and I'm telling you, the way to look shop is Holderness and Bourne. New sponsor here on TMA and some of the finest golf apparel in the game. Now, Doug, this is if you want to really catch some guys' attention at the Fan Page Club Championship. Well, I'm not really that interested in that. Okay, your loss. Uh, you can get a 15% off discount of your order by entering the promo code TMA15 at hbgolf.com. 
Holdernessandborn.com. That's Holderness and Born. Uh, Alex Holderness and John Bourne started this brand back in 2015 after they were frustrated with the lack of great-fitting golf shirt options and wanted to come in and change that. You can pick out an H&B collar from across the driving range. Why? Because it has premium interfacing, hidden collar stays, and an English cut that is modern but not too aggressive. What does all that mean? It means you look more polished and more put together. A great collar frames your face. And gives you good posture. And in the spring and summer, it stays sharp all day long. It doesn't lay down or flatten out as you sweat all over those six-footers. So check them out at hbgolf.com and use the promo code TMA15 for 15% off your next order at hbgolf.com. That is Holderness and born. Uh, breaking news this morning from Jeremy Rutherford. Blues players will not wear pride jerseys during warm-ups before the team's pride night game against the Flyers on Tuesday, a team source told The Athletic. Uh, here is what you need to know. The Blues announced their plans for pride night, which included a list of promotions but notably omitted whether the team will be wearing pride jerseys during the pregame warm-ups. The team said there will be pride-themed warm-up pucks and rainbow stick tape available for players. The source said the decision not to wear the warm-up jerseys was made to put the focus on the positive things the team is doing to support and affirm the LGBTQIA plus community. St. Louis previously wore pride jerseys during warm-ups on April 6th, 2022, so uh, a year ago. Chris Zimmerman said they, quote, believe, he's the Blues president and CEO of business operations, said they, quote, believe in creating a welcoming, inclusive environment that encourages all fans to participate in our great sport with our Pride Night alongside our partners from Pride STL and You Can Play Project. We are recognizing our friends in the LGBTQIA plus community and advocating for inclusivity in support of the NHL's Hockey is for Everyone initiative. As an organization, we are committed to celebrating and welcoming all individuals as valued members of the Blues family, regardless of how they identify or whom they love. Now, uh, the backstory on this, per Jeremy Rutherford, uh, is a number of individual players have opted out of some Pride Night plans this season, citing concerns for Russian player safety after Russia's anti-gay laws were amended in early December. Others have cited religious beliefs, Per the New York Times, the new Russian law makes it, quote, illegal to spread propaganda about non-traditional sexual relations in all media, including social, advertising, and movies. The law states fines can be up to 6400 for citizens and $80,000 for organizations. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly recently told The Athletic that the league does not have any information to suggest Russian players are facing, quote, material threats in Russia or elsewhere if they choose to participate in Pride Night activities. Other NHL teams have gone forward this season with wearing Pride warm-up jerseys with either full or near-full participation. Uh, the Flyers had a player opt out, a Russian player, and uh, last month the Sharks had a player um, who I do not believe is Russian, but he cited his faith as a reason for not wearing a Pride jersey. The Blackhawks declined to wear Pride jerseys last month with team sources citing, quote, security concerns for their three players of Russian heritage. Uh, and then uh, two Panthers players, Mark and Eric Stahl, uh, did not participate in warm-ups last week for the Panthers, citing their Christian beliefs. So there you go. There is the backstory on that. All right. Thoughts? Concerns? I think they just don't want to get involved in the hassle of it all. I think I think it's great that they want to be inclusive. Haven't they always been inclusive? Has anyone ever been told you're not welcome at a game because of your sexual orientation? 
I doubt it. I doubt that's ever happened. No. And if I, you want to, if you want to say religion, that's I don't. I'm not going to poo-poo anybody's decision if it's a religious thing and they don't believe in it. Then I'm not going to call them names or say you're stupid. I mean, that's your own belief. But um, yeah, the Blues have always done that. I don't. They've always been inclusive. They don't. Uh, you can't come in here. What's your sexual origin, orientation? Get out of here. No, I think they've been very good about that. Yeah, so. yeah, I do too. Yeah. Now, some other teams, I, don't, I can't name them, but that, every year there seems to be somebody that doesn't want to do it, and they get bashed, and uh, they don't want to go full force on it. Well, we're going to do this, but we're not going to have the pride night. We're going to do this some other time. Or, yeah, know, they so. probably get more negative PR out of it than positive. Good oh. for the Blues. That comes from Sweet Sweet Kai. Uh, screw Russia. That comes from the total package. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. That's, yeah. that's the most effed up country there is. I wouldn't be caught dead wearing a stupid LGBTQ jersey. That's from Eric in the Central West End. That's nice of you, buddy. <laughs> well, it is It is hockey. Can Does it matter who you want to sleep with when we go to a hockey game? Do you really care? Is that why you're there, to discuss that? It's hockey entertainment. I am, sometimes. You're there to discuss who you want to sleep with? Yeah. You around. are. You go to the game. Okay. I look around this day. I haven't been to a game in 10 years, so hope I remember to get there. Now we know how to get here for Thursday. You don't think you can find the Enterprise Center? Yeah, yeah let's go straight down Clark. Straight down Clark. Where are you going to pick it up? Yeah, here out in Maryland yeah, Heights? 40 to, Creep I don't know, Jefferson, something like that. All right. Doug, what does this mean? Move on, Tim, quickly. Over 60 talking, 636. Mm. What does that mean? Move that means on. they don't want you to, yeah, to discuss on. the gay thing because two old have opinions <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. move on. I thought it meant mm -hmm. over 60, like, miles an hour. No. No. Yeah, Doug and I can't talk about that. No. I just, well, the comment I just think sections are always really funny with those. I'm sure they're just think it's mature stir adults. It stirs up feelings when you don't need to. It's just hockey entertainment. Just let them, let them play hockey and not get involved in politics or sex or any yeah, of that. You can't do anything and win. Just like Christian Knight at the ballpark about just putting their religion on us. Well, it's something to do after the game anyway, but... You can't have any kind of night at the ballpark, you know, celebrating any kind of whatever without somebody getting upset. Yeah, someone will always be upset no matter what you do. Every night's Hoosier night at the ballpark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Star Wars night seems to be big with some folks. Yeah, Grateful Dead night. I always like the tie-dye shirt. Yeah. But when it comes to religion and uh, politics, sexual habits, I, I think you're just asking for trouble if you try to put that into a sports event. Yeah, even just comedians. Leave it alone. I mean, even comedians. Leave I mean, it alone. I mean, Dave Chappelle tries to be funny about it and he just gets trashed, you know, with uh, the transgendered and LGBTQ. He just he's a comedian, but even comedians can't win anymore. So you just gotta stay away from it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the blues would probably get bashed if they do it and bashed if they don't do it. Well, if the Blues so that, give that's me, why you ought to just leave it alone. The Blues are going to bring a jersey by. I'll wear it. So now you want a Blues jersey as well I'll as a city I'll, kit. I'll promote Pride Night for you. Just bring the jersey by. I'm a Star Trek fan. I hate Star Wars Night. Thanks, Uncle Wally's yeah. plastic ear writing in. I don't. I don't really get the Star Wars fascination. I, I don't. I don't understand it. Never seen a Star Wars movie. Well, they've officially ruined Star Wars now uh, by doing like little series instead of like actual movies now they're doing like you know little series of like mandalorian and so like yeah. 
If they're not movies, I'm, I'm done with it, man. I, 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 I can't handle cliffhangers for waiting eight months for a Star Wars show. Like, it's that ain't worth the squeeze. Was there. Star Wars the, the Princess Layla one? Is that Star Wars? Yeah. Princess Leia. 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 Yeah. Layla. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. Well, the first one was huge for our age group. Almost everybody saw that first one. I, think. I didn't. I haven't seen any of them. You've never yeah. seen Star Wars, really? No. I've seen the, the Family Guy ones. Yeah, right when Disney put pen to paper, Star Wars was over. It was what does officially that mean? ruined. <laughs> it means they just are shoving out so much Star Wars content that you can't even keep up if you tried. Like, it's... You know, instead of keeping up with one or two movie series, now you're keeping up with eight or nine shows. You got another three offset movies that just, it's too much, man. You Like, for a casual fan like myself who likes the movies, you can't shove, you know, two, three hundred hours worth of content and expect somebody to, like, catch up and love it. Well, I used so. to, Batman, I mean, that was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I always watched it on TV Was as kids. And then even the movies, the first couple were good when you have... Um, Clooney played one, and I think um, the Clooney one was so bad. Uh oh. Well, I'm not. I'm not rating him. I'm just. This guy runs goodorbad.com. Yeah, Careful. You, you mean like the Michael Keaton one? Yeah, those, that one's great. Those were Jack good, Nicholson. But then, but yeah. then they came out of Kim, nowhere. Do, do you say Basinger or do you say Bassinger? I usually say Basinger. I say Bassinger. Um, so it's Basinger. You say tomato. I say tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Whatever I say, just go the opposite. You say tomato. I say tomato. You say potato. I say potato. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. Let's call the whole thing off. But I was on Netflix the other night, just searching for something to watch, and I just sometimes I just go alphabetically. I just go uh, let's type in a B, see what's up there in the B's, and there must have been 900 Batman, whether it be movies, cartoons, whatever. I mean, I've never seen so many of one genre. Genre. It's extremely valuable IP. They've made billions of dollars off yeah. Batman. And that was a guy uh, who I follow on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Mickey New York. Mickey New York. <laughs> I like that name. I think it's Mickey NYNY. Uh, I guess he just walks around filming things in New York. How about Iggy St. Louis? <laughs> <laughs> but he says, here's Julia Roberts showing up at a friend's house. And he's just filming Julia Roberts getting out of her car. Hi, Julia. But he was filming the... Uh, the filming of the Joker in New York, and he's got Lady Gaga running up the steps, and I think Tim, there might be some lesbianism because really, there's with a scene who? with I don't know who the other female lead is it, but there's a, oh. a scene with Gaga just stopping and making out with her. Is it Butch on Butch? Uh, Gaga's far from Butch. Oh, the other think. girl looked pretty hot too. So okay, I don't know who the other girl is, but uh, he just walks around New York and just films stuff. Jeff Borzello just released his top 25 for next season, God Doug. Almighty. Who do you think's number one? Right. Can we have a practice first? Can well, we assemble the teams first before we have a top 25? last year with North Carolina. We don't even know who's going to be on the clubs yet. But do you know who's number one? How about UConn? Yes, so you agree with okay, Jeff yeah, Borzello. After what I saw this last couple weeks, yeah, I don't know how anybody but UConn You should be, be able one. to get number two then. Number two, then, San Diego State. No. No. Oh. Kentucky. No. Uh, initials, please, Tim. M. Uh, Michigan. No. Maryland. No. Missouri. No. Missouri. Memphis. No. Memphis. Marquette. 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 Marquette is number two. Okay. Now, uh, who is number three? Initials, please. D. D. Delaware State. Duke. <laughs> Duke. Duke. Oh. agrees with the poll. Okay. 
And then Kentucky is four. Jack Calipari is back with the number one recruiting class in the country okay. and a potential starting lineup with at least three or four of those freshmen penciled in from day one. Kentucky, number four. Number five, this one makes sense. Kentucky's really had to ramp up their spending since the NIL rules came into effect. <laughs> number five, what, what did you say the initial was there? I haven't said it yet. Oh, what's the initial? FAU. FAU. Florida International. Florida Atlantic Florida Atlantic's a top ten. They're Come fifth. On. Come on. Let me man. ask you, though. If somebody came to your school and said, you got a chance to go to Hartford, Connecticut, and go to school. I can come to Boca, hang out at Boca. Is stores, 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 Connecticut, well, wherever, somewhere up there. Yeah, that point, that campus. Where would you is go crazy, if you were if you're a decent? Stores player. is a great campus. Oh, the FAU campus looks unbelievable. I thought you were talking about stores. But you're in Boca. Oh. Somebody said to me, "Look, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my TV time. If if I'm good, somebody's gonna find me on TV, or the scouts are gonna find me. I'll go to the NBA if I'm that good. But why wouldn't?" Why would you not want to go to Boca Raton just hang play, out there? If you play at FAU, you're only going to be on TV in March. Well, so what? If you're a good player, you think nobody knows who you are? It's better to go to a Power 6 school. UCLA would be a pretty good place. Yeah. That's a yeah. beautiful campus. Miami. There's a mm. bunch of places you can go in nice weather that you're going to. UCLA is number 25 next year. Oh, Missouri, no respect. <laughs> not ranked. Not until we get Caleb Love, baby. Yeah, you hear that? I thought he might go to Indiana. Yeah, it's, they say it's between Indiana and Mizzou. Yeah. Colonel talked with his dad on Sunday. Oh, yeah. read that. Say. Yep. Said this decision's coming sooner than later. Boy, that would be great. Mm. Doug, who do you have winning the West Region in next year's tournament? Thanks. Oh, That's from gosh. Chester Drawers. I would guess. I would guess uh, Arizona. Arizona coming out of the West. Yeah. They've had some problems mm. early on in the tournament. Who's their coach? Oh, Lou Dolson. He's been there for oh, about no, it's 45 years Oh, no, I've never now. heard of. It's not Simon, is it? Is that Miller? Miles Simon? Miles Simon. Simon. Wasn't he there for a while? Uh, oh, I mean, as a player, wasn't Tommy he? Tommy Lloyd. But I thought he went back there. Tom Lloyd. It was Sean Miller, and then, of course, Sean Miller got in trouble with the whole DeAndre Ayton thing. Oh, Sean Miller is Xavier. Where's Miles okay. Simon? Miles Simon. He's got to be coaching somewhere. When did he last coach Arizona? I thought that's where he went, back to his alma mater. I was, maybe I'm wrong. He is the coach of the South Bay Lakers in the G League. Nice. Doug. Nice moving up. That sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, Quinn got his start. After college, he went to the, the minors. Well, we got a statement here. But, Doug, the news just keeps breaking. I okay. feel like Walter Cronkite at this desk. We've always been inclusive here at the Sharkle House during this morning's supper rush. Anyone who can prove they're dating a married listener's wife will get an extra heaping pile of fish stick casserole on oh. their tray to post on social media. Oh, God. Thanks, that's from Gunter. Riggs is a great follow, but I hate him and all his projects. But seriously, probably a great guy. My opinions are as flimsy as my little old man feminine cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> That's a statement from the Sharkle House. And there's a morning supper rush? Fish stick casserole. You get an extra scoop. Even the olds aren't ready for supper at 8 in the morning. Maybe around 2, 3 in the afternoon. Sure. That's really sad. You guys make fun of maybe one of the best steakhouses in St. Louis. Gunter, how do you respond? You couldn't afford it, Gunter. Oh. No wonder you don't go there. (laughs) What will a steak run you there? It's pretty expensive. Is it? I think think Where is the most expensive steak in St. Louis? You think it's Charcoal House? No. Um, I'm sure there's some restaurant that serves... What's the place inside the Chase? Wagyu. Tenderloin Room. 
Becca. That's owned by Goldfinger. Oh. Um, what if there's a restaurant it's in St. Louis that too, by the way. beef? Then that's the most expensive. Probably Ruth, Citizen Kane's. Ruth's Chris house. is that expensive? I was going to go with the 801 play. Yeah, that's where I was going to fire my bullet, but I don't know. Chop House might be it. Boy, I like that is Citizen Kane. Is that in the River that. City Casino? Chop House in Clayton. Isn't there an 1801 Chop House in the River City Casino? So there's an 801, there's an 1801. This is like uh, John Amos and McDowell's mm-hmm. in Coming to America. You can get some, they got some like well made noodles you can get at the River City Casino. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a great restaurant inside the River City Casino. Who goes to a steakhouse and says, I'll just have the noodles, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's at the steakhouse. Oh. Um, it's but by I, the Baccarat tables. Nothing against George and uh, Steve and George from uh, Charcoal's. Good people. I, I just think this is a little overpriced. That's just me. Wow, Charcoal House. Mm-hmm. It's not shrapnel. You're really it's taking it. It's really just taking I, it hard. I think it's a little overpriced. You put them on blast. You don't, don't pay for blast. the steak. You pay for the ball. How many times I promote that place? They're not even a sponsor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They've had great promotion on this yeah. show. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think it's a little overpriced. What will the steak cost you there? I, I'm not going to give out prices. I think it's... 50 bucks or so. See, I'm going to go. I'm getting a lot of texts confirming the okay. 801 play. Yeah, that's because it's... And then, then people say in uh, Annie Guns. I would guess 801 is more expensive than Annie Guns, Doug. What do you think? What do you think? I don't do you know. Think? How do about think? Tony's? Potato, potato. Tony's is really My sister-in-law expensive. works at uh, Annie Guns. How about that, Doug? She got a real estate license, and she just she can't quit Annie Guns. She's worked there for so long, and she just loves it there. So she works a few nights a week just to stay up there. But Huh. Doug, do you like wet-aged... Or do you like dry age? I don't know much of the difference there. The 30 ounce porterhouse at 801 Chap House is $140. Oh, <laughs> 30 ounces is insane. That though. would feed the like, family. Is that the cattleman's it? cut? Is yes. that what John Candy put down in yes. the great outdoors? That's like three meals. That was shot at 801 Chap House in Clayton, right? <laughs> That's not for two people. The uh-huh. filet, we'll do, we'll do filet to filet. Okay. Uh, eight ounce filet at 801 Chop House, $62. Oh, That's reasonable. I'll right. just have the noodles, please. You're going to go noodles? <laughs> yeah. Da-da, 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 Let's call the whole If food is that expensive, I don't enjoy it anymore. If it's ridiculously priced, I just don't enjoy it. That's tough. Maybe I'm cheap. Yeah, I know people. I know I'm cheap, but if it's if it's that expensive, it's like paying. The other day at Bush Stadium, they wanted seven dollars for a bottle of water. I couldn't do it. Oh, nice. Said I'm not going to do it. Was there any profit margin there? (laughs) Seven dollars. Uh, came right out of the tap. Six dollars and eighty cents a profit, I would guess. Yeah. Six ounce uh, steak at Annie Guns is forty six. Ten ounce is sixty six. So we had eight ounce at eight oh one was sixty four. If memory serves, I'm getting so many texts they're blocking my computer. Uh, let's see what I got. I'm not even sure Charcoal shows their prices. They just say market. Oh, if you have to ask, if it says market, boy, they're going to well, run it up. I'm, I'm sure on the <laughs> they menu. say our specials this evening, and then they read them off and don't tell you the price. That special is going to be very expensive. On the menu, it's on there, but I think probably on their website, they probably don't have prices on there. Some people are too polite to say how much is the special. Yeah, then you order. They it don't want to like, tell oh. you, and then you get the bill, and oh my god. I did that once at Charcoal House because I was embarrassed because uh, I went with Tim. You probably remember Candace Walton. She used to that be at guy. She used to work with was us. She at married. FNS. No. Um, and and our friend Jenny, who also worked at KFNS. Jenny. Oh. Took, we went out for one of their birthdays. And I said, let's go to Charcoal House. I said, uh, every Friday they used to have this fried lobster that I love. Oh, Bill's Lobster. So I called and I said, you guys still do fried lobster on Friday? She goes, yes, we do. I said, okay, we're coming in for lunch. Nice. Well, it didn't have a price next to it. Oh, no. But when my dad worked there, 
It was chunks of lobster, Ugh. but it was it was deep fried with a nice breading and it was delicious. A little butter. I ordered this thing came out. It was just a little lobster tail with some like breadcrumbs on top. Oh, no. I guess they decided to f try to fry it, but it wasn't what fried happened? lobster. So I said, "Is this the fried lobster or just the lobster?" That's our fried lobster. Okay. Well, the How bill much? came. It was sixty-nine dollars oh. for this little four-ounce. <laughs> God. And I said, "I'm not going to bitch about it because I'm in front of girls. I'm not going to act like I can't afford it." But I've never been so flabbergasted in my life. Put that off. Uh, you have at the got... Capitol Grill, fifty-two dollars, uh, ten ounce there. Jakey, Jakey, big mistake. He texted me and said he thought Capital Grill is the place. So far, 801 is the winner. As far as highest price. I would think. Right. I bet Tony's has a very expensive Did you look at too. your calls? Uh, I have not. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Doug, I'll look at Charcoal House. While okay, I'm going to look at Tony's, because that's the most expensive place I've been in St. Louis. Jackson, why don't you look at Muggsy while we look at this? <laughs> okay, yeah. No problem. I'll tell you all about Muggsy. You guys like five-star reviews? Sure. Well, yeah. Muggsy's got 10,000 of them. 10,000 plus five-star reviews. That means people, they recognize that these aren't just your average pant. This is a special, world-famous pant. It moves and grooves with you. Comfortable jeans, stretch chinos, shorts now that the weather's getting nice. I love wearing those Muggsy shorts on the golf course. They fit you just right. You get your choice of inseam. So if you like them a little shorter like me, or you like them a little longer, it doesn't matter. They got both of them for you. They're both super comfortable and both super stylish. You head over to Muggsy.com. Peruse their website, man. Anything you want. You want black jeans, white jeans, dark jeans. Anything you want on top of the chinos, the joggers, the shorts, the swimwear, the jackets, the flannels, all of this available at Muggsy.com. telling you, you're going to put your body in a pair of these pants and you're uh, not going to want to come out. You're not going to want to come out. You're going to keep them on all day and all night. So head to Muggsy.com right now. Do it. Peruse the website. Pick out a couple items that you like. Throw them in your cart. Use the promo code TMA at checkout. What that gets you is 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, Muggsy.com, that promo code is TMA for 10% off your entire order. Experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Oh, okay. how about that? Think about that. Filet uh, mignon at Tony's is 56 bucks. What uh, size, bro? It doesn't, doesn't say the size. Okay. Uh, at, strip at Charcoal House, it says extra large filet. Um, so I don't have the ounces, but it just says extra large. Forty-six ninety-five. Mm. So so far, eight oh one is the winner, comfortably too. And what could you get that same fillet in the grocery store for? Six. I want to go to Brush Creek Valley. It's a lot cheaper and better meat. Well, that's true. Well, you make a good point there. Oh. Guys, the fillet. Uh, oh, I didn't know they did this. The fillet at Mobile on the Run is thirty dollars, <laughs> but that price is only valid with a fifteen-gallon or more fill-up. Manupol. Well, they got a vacuum seal. Then is that Kevin Miller eats it every day? <laughs> Yeah, filet and sushi at uh, 7-Eleven. Mm. 
Would you eat a fillet at Seven Eleven? No. There's a lot of there's a lot of good steakhouses in St. Louis. A lot of good restaurants in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I think 801's pro- 801 was my my initial thought, and I'm going to say that I can't imagine that there's any place more expensive. No, the one part it's checked. just because of where it is. It's just kind of the yeah. game. Yeah, the ones you've checked um, would have been the ones that would have been close, if not higher. It's going to so. be the, it's going to be most expensive in Clayton. That's what's the other the one? Uh, what's the other one right next to Brio? Behind Brio, Brick House, Fleming, Brick Tops, Flemings. Oh, Flemings. Oh, that's to the south, yeah. That'd be pretty expensive. I would think. That's a chain, though, isn't it? Yeah. But it's still pretty expensive. Oh, I'm sure. And a pretty good steak. Have you had it? Yeah, I've eaten there, and I've eaten in Morton's, too. Have you? That's pretty expensive, but then that's a chain as well. well that's all yeah, right. Yeah, I ate at Morton's when I went up to uh, do the Grey Goose 19th Hole on Golf Channel. The Grey Goose 19th <laughs> Hole. We did the show for Morton's, and afterwards, me... Uh, Kelly Tillman and uh, Trip Eisenhower had dinner. Ike's son? <laughs> no. Oh, the famous uh, Eis- Trip Eisenhower family. Spelled with an I. Doug, more famous than the presidential family. <laughs> yeah, I think he beat uh, oh. Jay Williamson in a, in a playoff on the Corn Ferry Tour once. Back Eisenhower then, called did. the Nike Tour. <laughs> That's correct. I like Ike. Two terms. He was a big golfer. And Kelly Tillman? That's correct. Kelly Tillman. Who is she, this Kelly Tillman? Some, she still does some stuff on the Golf Channel. Does she? I don't see her. I'm watching that thing the whole day. I was locked in yesterday. Just, she does special things, like when NBC has something, too, she does that. Maybe she just now goes now they use, they Now they use, every, they use all these girls for, with English accents. I guess I think that's cool. Like, they know more about golf because they have an English accent. Yeah. Guys, Golden Corral serves all-you-can-eat sirloin. The fats of South Lindbergh like to do this little Soko Hoosier delicacy of cutting the steak into little bits and dipping them in the chocolate fountain. Oh. That's Carlos Spicy Weaver. Oh. Yeah. Forget the chocolate. Miserable. I haven't been to Golden Corral, but I've threatened to go, threatened to go there a couple times. You threaten? You use it as leverage? Mm-hmm. Tim saying Charcoal House measures their steaks, quote, extra large, is maybe the most embarrassing thing to happen to Iggy in a long time. I am so sorry. Steak coming in McDonald's sizes at Charcoal House? I guess the ball pit thing really is true. That's from Mr. Links. <laughs> Obviously, you've never eaten there. No. I haven't, but I'd like to. You can go ahead and trash it all you want. It's a great steak. It's a great atmosphere. It's old school. Tablecloths, candles on the table. Same decor that's been there for since my dad was there. Only nothing's changed. Food is great. I don't know what an extra large is. Is it eight <laughs> ounce, ten ounce? I don't know. Did your dad like working there? He loved working there. Yeah. Guys, I live in Dallas, and I sure do miss St. Louis prices. That's from Oink Oink the Boy Pig. Mm. No, what does that mean? Like, like it's, it's cheaper cheap. in Dallas? Oh, Can't be. <laughs> it's cheap here. Annie Gunn's 10-ounce filet is $66. That's from the Vic Tanny Aerobics Instructor. The 801 Chop House Filet at is 8 ounces ounce? is $64. So therefore, Doug, we can say that they are pricing each ounce at... I didn't pay close enough attention to do the math. $8. Okay. So Damn. therefore, the 10-ounce steak would be... $80. Yes! See? Try to mm. tell us we're dumb. Right. We're smart, not like people say. Right. I just can't order an $80 entree. I can't do it. What if you ball so hard? If I balled hard, harder than I do now, maybe. But it just doesn't make any sense. It'd be irresponsible. Well, you get size with it. To spend $80 for just one piece of meat, I can't. What they really bang is that bottle of wine. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Got a glass bang, of wine. Bang, bang. The gerbil. <laughs> no, I, I don't have any. Gerbil be eating good. Three hundred dollar <laughs> meals. I don't. That's a week's worth. Yeah, I try to avoid that. Maybe what about Doug? Like for your like, you know, twelfth Emmy. You, know, you go out. And yeah. What about that? No. Nope. Steak. Uh uh-uh. uh Never. I don't enjoy it if it's stupidly expensive. I, I just don't. Even looking at your Emmy. <laughs> Some of those are broken. <laughs> what about like a crisp nine dollar chicken breast? Yes, please. Well, crisp, I don't like crisp. <laughs> no, like a little juicy. Is better. <laughs> juicy. Like a, a little crispy. No, I don't like crispy. Boiled food. That Boiled sounds food. all right. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, somebody wants to make a statement. I drove by that Golden Corral yesterday at 4 p.m. and the it was parking lot was full. <laughs> I would like to say I am embarrassed for all of South County. That's from Big Saggers. Hmm. Nothing mm. like going to a buffet. Just really packing it on. You see some professional eaters in there, man. You'll go three, four times back up to the buffet. A couple plates of chicken Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White cream sauce. Mmm. Anytime your steak has a cream sauce, you know mm-hmm. it's... No, it's fantastic. Uh, what's the girth sitch? Thanks, Brian Henschen. He's the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month for uh, the month of March. <laughs> we had a couple of... Very large people that worked at Channel 4 years ago. I mean, really large. And they discovered a uh, all-you-can-eat smorgasbord on the east side for lunch. And they were starting to go there like every day. Ate them, ate them right out of business. <laughs> the place had to shut down. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. You bring a couple of them to the table. <laughs> Pollock, didn't you say when you worked at Pizza Hut there was a buffet and like a family would yeah. always like take the whole tray? Yeah, of... they'd get there an hour and they'd take the whole tray of white pasta. There was one on Wednesday <laughs> night and then Sunday morning, like, you know, 1030 after church. So, yeah, the church crowd on Sunday, but Wednesday night was popping, man. Yeah, people get there an hour, hour and a half early, and right when the white pasta issue just... Put it all on her, on her plate. plate. Yep. And ate every bit of it. Yeah, dude, How big a gal was a this? A bunch of fats, man, oh. just everywhere. But, yeah, we we made good money. Still made money with people eating that way? Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, P-Hut don't play. P-Hut don't play. <laughs> oh, we have a request for the Plowhawk. Can we play the regular master song at some point in the return? Yes. The Hanselman version is great, but I miss Doug trying to sing along to the original. Mm-hmm. Doug, the dogwins and pines will be soaked in precipitation oh. over the next six days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the forecast at Augusta National. Oh, my, how do you do? Here is what we have for you uh, in Augusta, Georgia. And it's really just a shame, Peter. You're right. Uh, it's going to be cloudy and warm on Thursday, so it looks like no rain. But I have a feeling we might have a, a rain out on Friday. Oh, no. I was planning on just salling in and watching Masties starting at about 11.15. And uh, it doesn't look good. Uh, rain, 80% chance on Friday. Uh, high of 69. On Saturday, though, it'll be 53 degrees for the high with a 94% chance of rain. Oh, that's horrible. And then on Sunsbin... Uh, 64 degrees, 58% chance of rain, and uh, the hawk will be up at 15 miles an hour. Uh, this is you're going to have to really decide how you want to play this Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. This no, I don't. I just I mean, it was 85 there yesterday. Maybe they just push it back a week. Of course, it was 85 here today, and it's going to be like 50 something Saturdays. Mm. Well, it's a shame because a lot of people, if they only watch one golf event of the year, this is it. Yeah, you hate to see crappy weather like that, little Augusta. 
It's usually perfect there this time of year. It really is. Rarely have they run into this, but this is going to be something else. I don't know what they do. Because, I mean, not only would I I at this moment bet that it's decided on Monday, if both Friday and Saturday are washouts, I mean, what are you doing? You're playing 36 holes and then deciding a cut on Sunday? Holy crap. Well, they'll try to play 36. It's going to be anarchy. Split tees, which they I think they've only done once or twice in Augusta. Doug, split tees. Split tees. I wish I remembered what the guy sounded like who was announcing the golfers on the first tee. <laughs> Four, please. Darren Atkins now driving. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. I think oh, they've, gotten, they've gotten away from the old guys. It's kind of the younger, the yeah. younger members now. No, I want an old guy out there belting it out. I'm here, bitches. It's nice. I don't know what that means. I guess he's at Augusta. Oh, okay. Yeah, blessed him. So you didn't like that text. <laughs> well, you don't have to call us bitches because you're there. I mean, well, but that's what he did, and it hurts. The idiot that spent $2,000 to go when they only cost 100 bucks. Guys, what about the sads and pours on the fan page celebrating the weather being bad at Augusta? Uh, that is from the 60s. Why? Why would you Why celebrate would you that? Happy? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see the... Because the somebody was going to have a good time there, not them, and they were jealous of it, and now they're not going to have a good time, and so they're happy about that. Now my niece said, are you coming over for Easter? I said, as long as I can watch the Masters. You laid down the law on her. She invited you over for a nice little Easter <laughs> celebration. You said, no, only if well, I I said, watch. as long as the Masters is on, I'll come over. And what did she say? She said, what channel? I said, CBS. We're good. Well, what if the Masters isn't on? You just yeah, what are you going to do? Blow off the family? What do you mean if it's not on? She just said it'll be on. But if it was, if one of the children wanted to watch something else? Well, go in the other room. Oh, gosh. I'm in Austin where there are real restaurants. It's nice. That's from Mr. Licks. Okay, Licks. <laughs> are you in Austin today? Uh, I don't know. I just read what's in the teleprompter. Man, traveling solar panel salesman. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Off. He's selling solar panels in Austin, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> good money in that. Yeah, probably pretty good business to be in right about now. Yeah, especially when your dad hands you the business. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the company credit card. Uh, hey, guys, where's the best place to get a burger in Augusta? That's from the total package. I didn't know if they have burgers. <laughs> he's got a pimento cheese sandwich for a buck and a half. Larry Nickel might know. He's with us right now. Oh. Fresh off of... Uh, WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, good morning, Larry. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, guys. What's up? No, not How much. You guys doing? We're doing good. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Well, Charlotte Flair, what a match and what real emotion on Saturday evening. Something to see. And, and Doug, uh, that was that was a moment, wasn't it? Well, I have no idea what the moment would have been, but it sounds like it was a heck of a moment. Larry, what was it? Uh, Charlotte Flair lost her SmackDown Women's Championship to Leah Ripley. Okay. What do you think about that? Is that good or bad? Well, if I was Leo Ripley, good. If I was Charles Fleur, bad. But you're Larry Nickel, and what do you think of it? <laughs> I was going to say if I was either one of those people. Right. Okay. I got that. I'm just thinking, you personally, do you like that or not? Are you upset yeah. with the writers? Uh, Doug? No. <laughs> We have this discussion almost every time you say that. I know. I just want you to know what's really going on there. Was it in the script that Shane McMahon blows his knee out while on the mat last night, Larry, or did that happen accidentally? There was no script, and that was real. Mm. <laughs> his knee okay. folded up like a like a tent. Did it? Oh, it was bad. They really had to that carry him real. out? Well, well, you never know what's real. What is 
What it's real and what isn't. And this stormy combatant just kept pacing around the ring, not knowing what to do. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, this then, really happened? And then Snoop Dogg came out and punched him. <laughs> it was wild. And pinned him. Yeah. Snoop Dogg pinned him. Nice win for Snoop. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, what was the big headline Headline well, event I mean, What about this UFC acquisition, uh, Doug? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me, but I guess these well, guys know how to make money, for sure. Well, the main event... Uh, both nights. Well, actually, Monday Saturday night was the undisputed tag title match between the Usos, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the new undisputed <laughs> WWE tag team champions. Okay, that was the big moment <laughs> for Saturday night. Yes. Okay. Sick. For Sunday night. It was Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. As soon as the color got get down the inside. Yeah. But Paul Heyman distracted the referee to the point where Solo so called came out in a black hoodie. Gave him the gave Cody Rhodes the Samoan spike uh-huh. and helped Roman Reigns retain his undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Okay. What makes these WrestleMania matches so much different than every other match? Why is this so much po- more popular than everything else they do? Because it's on the grandest stage of them all, Doug. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, you got to get Yeah. That's nice. Learn something today. Uh, the grandest stage of them all is prepared for you, Larry, here in the Mick Lobolcher Studios. The Munganest, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour at 826 the top five countries in the world. Thank you, Tim, for asking. Mm-hmm. Number five will be Australia. Number four will be Mexico. Number three will be Brazil. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's a nice win. That's a nice double, yeah. Uh, Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States. Oh, my God. Yeah, God bless America. Mugganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, still underway. And you can go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com, and you can go shopping. I wonder if they would give out, like, a secret number to our audience to let them text them. They have that. Call, Th- what? 314-252-0029. Sweet mother of mercy. Straight you can text or call mucks. and go right to the muckety mucks. Unbelievable. It's Mugganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and a huge... Huge daily fantasy sports showdown coming tomorrow. Uh, Doug, this is it. This is the first major of the year. You can't win the Grand Slam if you don't win the Masters. I wouldn't think so, no. Tim got a little peek at my initial roster last night. How excited for him. I gave Iggy some ownership percentage information. We were surprised. Yeah. Candidly. I thought I had all chalk. I'm surprised by who's projected to be the highest owned player. Doug, you want to take a guess at who it is? I'll give you 30 guesses you wouldn't guess. Uh, uh, Scotty Scheffler. No. No. Can I have initials, please? S-J-I. Sung John Kim. Sung Jae Kim. That's head correct. Of North Dave, Korea? You got it. Okay. That's correct. He pops up there every time he plays. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, he's a high ceiling guy. Yeah, he's usually in the top 20. So if you want to win, you got to go with high ceiling guys. Yeah. So I, when I look, you want to play with yourself? Go with a guy to make the cut. It's oh. up to you. If you want to play with yourself, I'll be there. I'll yeah, watch. I'm, I'm happy. Oh. I'm going for the million for the kids. Yeah, um, with kids, with for the kids. Oh, yeah, that's all the reason I do um, it for the children. But I was. I looked at. You know, we were talking about Corey Connors. Not only did he win last week, 
We were not but he's, talking about Corey Connor. <laughs> well, Tim and I were. Um, he's finished in the top ten the last three years at Augusta. I think okay. he's got a six, an eight, and a ten the last three years. So I figure people do the research. They're going to say, God, the guy's on a hot streak, and he's finished top ten three years in a row. I figure he's got to be 28% owned. Good morning. Regarding projected ownership percentage, where is that data source from? I assume that rosters built on the websites are private, so I'm curious what these percentages are based off of. Think about it. That's from Deke Dotem. Deke huh. Dotem's a sharp, like super sharp. Might be the most intelligent married couple in the TMA universe. Uh, I don't we, know. We rank the most intelligent married couples in the TMA. Not TM. him. He's not smart enough to keep it clean. He's vile. That's not real. It doesn't take a lot of intelligence to do that. Um, the Their projections... So they are not based on having the information. That's what when I was texting with Iggy last night, I said these are projections. They can move. For example, if Thursday and Friday were to show that the weather, wind in particular, not necessarily rain, but wind was going to be worse for one uh, set of tee times, then the ownership for the people who know how to play would shift to the less windy tee time. But I think the way that they project it is. Uh, a system of who is getting the most attention on the podcasts that are most listened to and the websites that write the columns on who to pick and who to play and which people on social media who have a big following are hyping up as their plays. And it's by no means an exact science, but more often than not, certain sites have better reputations and you pay for it because it's a huge part of building a roster is, is ownership percentages. So, Doug, if, if you were to pick Hideki Matsuyama and he has 8% ownership and he finishes tied for second, and if Iggy were to pick Corey Connors and he's owned by 25% of the field and he finishes tied for second, Hideki Matsuyama, assuming they're relatively the same price point, would be the better play. Why? Because he is owned by a significantly less percentage of the ownership field right. of the rosters, I should say. Okay. So that's the logic on it. So you're not necessarily worried about picking the best golfers. Well, you can. And with the way they price the Masters, it's priced to get the casual player in. So the pricing is softer, and by that it means it's it's not necessarily difficult to get six recognizable names in there, and that is done by design because this is their biggest weekend of the year in golf. So yeah. players like Corey Connors are in the mid-7,000s, and then Tiger's 7,300. Even Fleetwood is, I think, a 7,800. Yeah, he's one of the top 10 most yeah. owned, at least as of right now. It all, it all changes. Hey, Tim, I'm curious your thoughts on the impact the designated events will have on the majors. Is it one of the best parts of the majors that they are the four times that the world's best all play together? If that happens another 15 times a year, aren't the majors devalued? It's from Dingle My Berries. Well, it won't be 15 times, but all of this is done in reaction to live. So I don't think that this is necessarily done for integrity of competition. It's designed to keep the top players from going to live. So whether I like it or not, it was the PGA Tour's fearful response to losing more top players, whether they want to say that or not. Yeah, and you only have one World Golf Championship this year compared to four, so you're taking that's three going of away. those out of there. That's going away. Yeah. You're talking about Austin, right? Yeah, you're taking, you're taking three of those away. But how great... You know, at least for those, uh, you know, for people who have, and I know a lot of St. Louisans vacation and whether it be 30A or Hilton Head, that Harbortown is going to be a designated event. I'm surprised by that, too. I'm thrilled because I, I, that's where I've been going since I was a kid and played that course. But my God, 
to have the designated event the weekend right after the Masters. That's surprising. They used to get a crappy field there. I think that's what they're trying to do over the next three or four years is give every tournament a chance to be <clears throat> a designated event because, you know, John Deere, some of these tournaments, like, well, we got crap fields every year. Why do you want to keep sponsoring They said that us? initially, and now it seems like they're backing off of that. I feel like what they're trying to do is make the guys play two weeks in a row, and then they get three weeks off. Yeah. That's what I think they're doing. That's what I think it's about. It's whatever the top players want yeah, because they're, they're worried about losing. And the top players, all due respect, don't want to go to the Quad Cities in July or August. It's just not what they're going to do. Hilton Head's like, okay, we play right after the Masters. It's a two-hour drive. Our families can be there. You know, it's easy. The course they like. So, And uh, the whole point of that, I'm sorry, Tim, but the whole point of that was that uh, when – all the the four major Augusta and PGA of America, the British, they all said we want the best players here. So we're standing by top fifty in the world. If you know, blah blah blah. If you qualified, you can play whether you went to live or not. That's what the PGA Tour is afraid of because now you can go over to live and you know get paid a hundred million dollars and make four million dollars and you still get to play the majors. Um, so I think that's why all these rules are changing, all these tournaments are changing, the prize is changing because now they can play the the, the majors if they want. Think about that. You know what I'm thinking about, Doug? Green Envy, what? because I'm looking out at my lawn and I'm going, <laughs> how in the hell? It's April 4th, Jack, mm -hmm. and my lawn is as lush as a thicket of shrubs. Well, Green Envy will do that to you. They're doing it for both of us. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've been out to my house already. You know what? They they use product, product, products formulated just for our area, for our specific soil and weather conditions and turf types. They don't use the national generic, cheap, ineffective products. They know what works right here, and they'll come and do it. If you sign up, they'll do six, seven times a year. They'll come and put that fertilizer down exactly when they need to be doing it and exactly what sets up right for our soil. Their service pros are commercially licensed applicators certified by the Missouri Department of Agriculture that ensures you have a trained professional working on your property. And all those employees are screened, background checks performed annually. These people know what they're doing to you. They know exactly what they're doing. And Your that, neighbors are going to be green with envy. They uh, they have to be pleased with the lawn looking like it does this early in the year. They're open 12 hours a day. Monday through Friday, and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., and they'll take your calls, answer your questions. People have asked Doug and I where we get our lawns. We've been raving about, well, here you go. Green Envy treated them this uh, March for both of us, 636-757-1600, 636-757-1600, Green Envy, a new sponsor here on TMA. Uh, send in your emails for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. We are giving away tickets to KISS October 25th at Enterprise for the winner of today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email day. The tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. And we also have a TMA app contest where you can win tickets to KISS, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Legends KISS, to the End of the Road Tour, October 25th at Enterprise Center on sale Friday, April 7th at 10 a.m. Plus another TMA app contest, win a $50 gift card to Brush Creek Valley Farms. That is all out there for you as well. I want some dogs merch? TMASTLshop.com. TMASTLshop. Dot com. We'll take a commercial break, come back with our appliances counters, 8 o'clock hour, at about 8.40. It's Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.